Good hello and welcome to Viv and Miles's Infinite Horror Watchlist Top 100. I couldn't remember which way those words went, but they All came out. All those words are in there, maybe not in the right order. Yeah, they but... just you, you do with them what you please. Um, I'm Miles. Hi. Hi, and I'm Viv. Hello. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. I know. Oh, how unusual. We must stop meeting this way. I know. 80 plus pods in and we're still going strong. Going strong. <laughs> we're going heading strong. we're heading down. We're getting sending down that Yeah. Last mile to the end. And yet I always see it as the other way around. I feel like we're 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 nearly at the top of the hill. I'm seeing it as climbing. Oh, you're seeing it as you're climbing a hill. I'm seeing we're going down the hill. For me, it's like I'm you're I'm climbing. Like, <laughs> I'll run up that road, or run up that hill. <laughs> With lots of problems. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Butch is running into his problems. But, you know, we're doing it. I've got... You are. I'm surprised how well you've held up. I, I have to say, I am shocked. I think I am held as well. Up. I am. Sh I've shocked myself. <laughs> yes. So... This this time, another challenge was thrown at me, and we have traveled back to Sweden. We've been to Sweden a few times, and it's always yeah. panned out quite well. Last badly. couple of times you've been to Sweden, you did not care for what happened no. there once you arrived. In real life, both times I've been to Sweden has been delightful. It's been ABBA yes. and Princess Cake and not Sexy so Swedish Men. Not so on not this list, though. Our visits to Sweden on this list have been rough. And this is the third time lucky, unlucky. <laughs> lucky, I think of the between the three, this the one lighter. is the most the, the loveliest. Yes, it's, yes, it's definitely more palatable than the other two. That's for sure. It's still difficult, but it's more palatable. Yes, yes, it's still there's still some gore, and obviously the mm -hmm. theme is dark, but yeah, I not feel... compared to. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't need to jump off a cliff afterwards, like you did in the other two. Yeah. Right. So we are this time reviewing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. I'm not sure what's happening. Let the right one in from 2008, and I think I gave you quite the surprise when you mentioned this to me because mm -hmm. I had not seen the film, but I had seen a stage version. Which was quite the shock, wasn't it? I was beside myself when you, you told me. You were gagged, gooped, the lot. Snatched. My wig was snatched for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I could see that. I'll explain to our listener what happened. Was picture it, Soho, two thousand and fourteen, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a. I was working at the dear Feel Good Gilgood Theatre. And the theatre next door, the Apollo, had that terrible incident, really bad, that I'm sure was worldwide news, where the ceiling of the theatre caved in during a performance of the curious incident of the dog in the night time. And it was pretty awful. And we were one of the theatres that had a lot of the injured people or the people that were shocked came into us, etc. It was a long story, but that happened. And when everything had kind of calmed down, we ended up with the show that was there, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. And the first show that opened at the Apollo 
was let the right one in, which is so random. <laughs> so, so random. <clears throat> and from my memory, it was kind of like a heavily, it was still performed as a play, but it was heavy in the, I think a lot of it was choreo, um, choreography. It was quite a dance version, which lended well, mm -hmm. because you can imagine the beautiful, they had like a snowy scenery and they had that, I do remember, the children's climbing frame that's quite prominent mm -hmm. in this film. That was a big part of it as well. I remember that. And the, I also remember that in the theatre, because of what happened, they covered up the roof area with this beautiful, um, what's the word? Canopy? No, that's not the right word. I don't know. Like a, a covering that had moon and stars on. So that instead of looking up at a, an unfortunate ceiling, it had a nice... And it almost, I actually thought the moon and stars came with let the right one in, but it didn't. It just was there. It still it is to this day. Yeah. So how about that? That I'd actually seen. Yeah. I was stage. shocked. Shocked. Yeah. You never know what I'm going to come out with, do you really? That is true. You never know where you, you've been around and you've been in and you've fingered. Yeah. If there's, if there's a show in London, a matinee, I'm bound to have tried to to finger it at some point you have your fingers in many pies as they say oh girl I've so many pies <laughs> what's the line from Abfab? any pie hens any pie hens yeah. <laughs> well this time i have my hand in a a vampire swedish pie and it's been all brought right back to me <laughs> so would you like to after my very long introduction there that's only been five minutes of me talking solidly <laughs> I think that cup of tea worked the trick. That's good, yeah. <laughs> that caffeine has uh, just hit you. Pepped me right up. That's usually what happens around the 2 a.m. mark here. Yeah. So you get that no, second sorry. Wind. 3 a.m. mark. Anyway, um, just to give give your ears a slight break, would you like to Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm hearing myself and I'm like, okay, you need to stop talking. Uh, so goodness, would you yes. like to set us up? Yes, I, I'd be happy to set A breather. Yeah, so as Miles um, explained, the film is called Let the Right One In. And it's about a little boy called Oscar, who is, um, you know, we, we get pretty quickly in the film that he's picked on mercilessly by bullies at school. He He seems like a very lonely little boy and... Um, one night, he sees this older man and this young girl moving into the building, and he befriends the little girl. Her name is Ellie. And um, all is not what it appears, um, because we fairly quickly, actually, find out that Ellie is a vampire. Right. Exactly. And mayhem ensues. And mayhem ensues. <laughs> As it so often does with these. Uh, you know, those pesky vampires. <laughs> those pesky. We've met many of vampires so far on this list. Yes. So we're used to. I will tell this you. This different, though. This is a different. It is. Vampire. Yes. I was going to actually say that. To me, this this is a very different telling of a vampire story, um, which is why true. I love it. Um, in the same way that a girl walks home alone at night, it's a very different telling of a yeah. vampire story. Exactly. Both, um, of, these, both yeah. of these are, yeah. They um, take something that we know very well 
mm-hmm. everybody knows I vampires it up. you know and then they kind of turn it on his head until they actually yeah. manage in this film to me they managed to tell a beautiful heartbreaking story mm-hmm. that just happens to have a vampire as one of the main characters right. it's i don't like, it's, a, like it does, it's not a vampire film per se it's it feels mm-hmm. like it just happens to be that she's a vampire right yeah that's a good point i'm agreed um i also read that it's based on a 2004 novel so it's mm-hmm. not it was made but we're set the action in they're specifically in blackenberg i think it said in stockholm in stockholm yeah in 1982 mm-hmm. so and it does have in the same way that oh dear i can't remember the name of the film now the one <laughs> oh well that's that's a great load of help isn't it uh devil house of the devil oh house of the devil yeah the house of the devil yes in the same way mm-hmm. They've recreated the 80s to such a good extent that you actually think it could have been made in the 80s, is what I was trying to say. Yes, for sure. Because they do it. It doesn't look like a flash, fancy, modern film set in the 80s. It looks like they, they make it look like it was filmed in the 80s right. as well. It's not like like over the top, like, hey, it's the 80s. Look at us no. in the 80s. It's, it just feels yeah, like just the, the clothing, like just everything feels very authentic. Yes. In fact, at one point... I thought that Oscar's mum was a little bit like Agneta from ABBA. <laughs> and, you know, when they had those sort of like later 80s years when they were singing kind of sorrowful songs in like woolly jumpers, I was like, ooh, you know, we could <laughs> we could crack out. One of us is crying. One of us is a vampire. <laughs> no, woolly jumper. It needs to be the title of your autobiography. Please. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. That's uh, that's where my mind went. Songs, no woolly jumper. Yes, I think that's um that's the vibe I was getting from this film. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yes, yes, I see where you're going. Yes, yeah, because his mother did have a look, did have that look. She does, like, yeah, she... yeah, yeah. I was like, she yeah, could have easily for for sure. She could have easily been the icon herself. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah and there's for... a lot of a lot of themes are explored in this film. One of them um, is a bit of um, you know the characters are very androgynous, both of them. Yes, um, and so I think there's an exploration of gender and mm. gender expression and mm. yeah, that's true. Um, even sexuality in a way because. As Oscar's little 12-year-old heart is falling in love with Ellie, she repeatedly mm. tells him, I'm not a girl. Yeah. yeah. Which can mean so many things because Ellie also is very androgynous looking. Mm-hmm. Right? So it can mean, I'm not a girl, I'm a vampire. I'm not a girl, I'm 300 years old. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. Yeah. I'm not a girl. You know, like there's... Yeah. And, and his response is always not to care. Yeah. right which is lovely because it's kind of i think exploring that love is love no matter what yeah and also what he's going through if someone's showing him any kindness or compassion then i don't care if you're 300 years old because you're not those assholes in the playground right who are being horrible to me 
Yeah, and in the novel, it's a lot more specific because they do, in the novel, they do clearly explain that Ellie was castrated, was a boy who was castrated. And that is very explicit in the novel. Because there is also like one there strange close-up shot that I was like, oh, what's going that on? There is a scene in the film where she's changing clothes and Oscar is kind of peeking, you know? Right. And we do get a sort of a very quick shot of her genital yeah, area. Yeah. And it is, there's not, you can't tell what's happening because... Right. That's where they were going with that. That Ellie was a boy who was castrated, you know, three hundred years ago, and turned into a vampire, and so mm-hmm. she now presents feminine as a girl. But there's a, there's a lot of androgyny to her, even to her voice, mm-hmm. yeah. the way that she looks um, is very yeah. androgynous. Yeah, and so that's where that comes from. But it's not as explicit in the film, like because literally, if you blink, you miss that moment. Right, it's very fast. Right. But yes, so that that co- continuous answer, like you know, telling him I'm not a girl. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like that. And and she blatantly says to him, "Will you would you still like me, or will you still love me if I wasn't a girl?" Mm. And he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So it's which is lovely, it's, which is how it should. So lovely, it's so lovely. That's, that is lovely. Um, and it mm-hmm. just it's just that that pureness of it right like he doesn't care i like he literally does he loves her yeah. no matter what yeah he loves them whatever them is whatever exactly no exactly. matter what gender no matter what they were before the background. Yeah. no matter what they are now no matter what like he loves mm-hmm. them yeah and in, yeah. in such a pure way it's funny because they're still kids you know very different but with the film last time um, that we just mentioned, there's a bit where she says, well, do you know what I've done in my life? And he's like, I don't care. I'm talking I about now. I love you. So I'm not talking. We're not talking mm-hmm. about that. Right. And he, and he tells her too, you know, that a girl walks mm-hmm. home alone. It's such a long mm-hmm. title. But yeah, like he says to her, you don't yeah, know what no, I've I was done, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just before I forget to tell you, I have been recommending that film to people, just so you know. Oh my God, you still <laughs> my heart. I am so proud right now. So I proud. Like, I've been saying to people now, and I keep going to them, if I tell you this title of the film, you tell me what you think that's going to mean. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> I challenge <Yeah>. you. <laughs> that is amazing. There I'm we go. getting misty eyed. That's beautiful. If you thought, if you told me that I was going to be recommending an Iranian <laughs> vampire film, right? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> see, see though, the world, like you, you, your eyes have been open to a whole yeah. new world, and you didn't I mean, know the Iranian part's irrelevant. Just a vampire film is like, okay, right. yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yes. Back to back to this time. Back um, to Oscar and Ellie back to Oscar you really get it's I mean it's horrible any depiction of bullying is awful Mm. it's horrible experienced it myself most of us probably have in some respect whether Mm -hmm. it was at that level or in a later whatever whatever level it is and it's just so horrible and like people pick on 
whatever because he's intelligent at school because he looks different because he's quieter because he's pale or whatever they'll pick onto whatever they can yeah and he like you you get i this little kid um i believe um i hope i'm not mispronouncing this horribly but i believe his name is his name is carrie hinderbrand the actor who plays oscar right Sounds he's good. so good he's so good um he breaks your heart he just he just like just the way he looks mm -hmm. the way he carries himself like you can tell this is a really sweet just tender kid and that's why they pick on him yeah. because he's kind of an easy target for the bullies um but then he's also filled with rage yeah of course we see him constantly playing with a knife and pretending he's killing someone with the knife you know because mm. of course he's filled with rage yeah and it's the injustice of it it's also frustrating yeah it's horrible it's just that time can be so you know at least when you're even if it is horrible if it happens at work but you have got the power as an adult to go i can step away from this mm -hmm. i can you know i know yeah. it's complicated still because you still need need jobs but you know you can get away from that you can speak up for yourself you can create your mm. own but at that age it's horrible and it's you're it's, so helpless yeah and you're trapped in a system you're trapped in something that you know you have to go to school it's right. horror it's, ugh, it's right horror. and middle school is just such a hard time like that 12 12 is such a mm. tough age yeah because it's a tough age oh. in general yeah it's a confusing so... age just as a person so yeah. yeah you're discovering your body you're discovering Wait, your All hormones kinds of, that you feel yeah, you're, you're trying to figure out who you are it's mm. so many things and you're still mm. a kid but you're not a baby so it's like there's expectations yeah. of you to be grown up in some situations but still a child in others it's just a exactly. lot going on as miss britney spears herself says i'm not a girl not yet a woman <laughs> Or was it some prophets at that one? I can't remember. I don't know. Was it Confucius? It might have been. It's either Britney or Confucius. It's one or the it's one or the other. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't know what was in that tea. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what you drank. But anyway, back sure. to Ellie and Oscar. <laughs> so yeah, there's Sorry, yeah. there's a gang of bullies at school that are yeah. pretty violent. Um, yes, and then meanwhile, Ellie's now is it Ellie's? Is it supposed to be the grandfather? Or I mean, I'm guessing not actually because no. Well, Ellie's three hundred years old, so well, any yes. human person that was in her family but is long dead. Is he supposed to appear as the grandfather? So yes, did you kind of get their relationship through the film? Mm. So. As the film progresses, you realize, right, that he was a little boy, too, that fell in love with her and has been with her for all those years, taking care of her. But then now he's an old man and she's still a 12 year old. Right. And he's watching her now that he's old and not able to provide for her anymore, finding this other little boy that she is going to mm -hmm. kind of leave him and have this little boy come on and be the one taking care of her. So he's like, 
it's it's a really complex situation yeah, right because he is, is he's in he's been in love with her since he was probably 12, 12 right and yeah. and now he's an old man who's in love with this woman who is a 12 year old girl in the body uh, like it's it's very complicated it's and, very and, complicated. And heartbreaking and he's spending his time trying to acquire blood for her fresh blood mm-hmm. In very that's the mm-hmm. graphic that I did not enjoy the whole upside down <laughs> the bleeding like, of the people like they were deer yeah not keen he also yeah. wasn't he wasn't great at picking the like quietest spots like no. do not go somewhere where there's going to be passing dog walk because it's not a good no. idea and I think that part of that is showing that he's losing it he's an old man now like he yeah. probably was really stealthy and really good at it when he was. In his prime, you know, and now he's an old man and he is constantly, he doesn't have the strength anymore and the savvy and he's making very bad choices. That's that's an understatement. (laughs) Yeah. Choices. Choices. Yeah. And like also the bit that was really like, was when he hung one of the boys upside down and he was still alive, like wriggling about and screaming. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, I thought that at least, you know, they were gone before he started to try and siphon yeah. I was like, Ooh. Yeah, I think, so he, he brings like chloroform or whatever to, to knock That's him right. out. And then he yes. hangs them up and then he slits the throat and then he captures all the blood. And then he, that's how he feeds her. So she doesn't right. have to be out because she's a little kid, right? So she would call a lot more attention to herself, right? Um, which we even see though at one point she does, doesn't she? She she does like, because he couldn't he couldn't yeah, bring she has to. food, so she had to. She, has, she yeah, has to and, and she she's not very quiet about it because she's being driven by that hunger. So she's not as careful, and then she gets seen, you know, and it it turns into. But uh, when she meets, when Ellie meets Oscar for the first time, he's sitting out there mm-hmm. in the little playground area by himself. The, the jungle gym. In the jungle gym, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the first indication. Like, right off the bat, we know this is not a normal kid. Because she is, It's there's nothing but snow. Mm-hmm. So he's wearing clothing yeah, that shows old. that he is in the snow right she's wearing a t te- like a short sleeve shirt yeah. and slacks no yeah, jacket no coat she's ready for the summer yeah right and and she's standing there and then when she comes down from the jungle gym she jumps off but it's a very weird movement it's almost like she floats down so like there's so many things that are happening right off the bat mm. that you're like that's not a normal kid what's mm. up with her yeah, exactly. And then at some point, I don't think it's straight away, but he starts to say, you smell funny. And it seems to be that, like, when so she that's, needs to Yeah, be... that's, like, we get to see what happens to her when she doesn't feed. Mm. Because the old man forgot, like, not only did he kill this man in a place where there were people walking, and so yeah. he couldn't, he had to run. But he left whatever blood he had gotten. He left the jug there, so he got back I mean, to the house. If you're gonna do a job, you might as at well. least grab the jug with like it's I half know, filled. Come on, you let's know? make it worth make it worth your while. So now she's she's 
the meat and as she's not eating it's almost like she starts to rot like you see her face like she gets grayish and her there's like dark circles around her eyes and that's when he says to her you smell funny Mm -hmm. and then that night she can't stand it anymore and that's when she goes and tries and just feeds and finds a man i've had enough and then the next time yeah and then the next time he sees her, she looks so much better. And she tells yeah, him, don't I smell better. nice now? Right? She's like, don't I smell better now, too? Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, okay. Okay, you Febrezed up. We're all good. Right. Exactly. There's also the Rubik's Cubes thing. Yeah. That's the whole, that's quite a visual that goes through. I was about to say, is it, I think it's actually Norwegian, the Rubik's Cube. But anyway, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Rubik sounds Scandinavian, yeah. I think it is. Or is it... Uh, anyway. It doesn't matter. It's, but it's also a very 80s thing, isn't it, Rubik's Cube? It's the real 80s It's symbol. so 80s, yeah. It's so 80s, yeah. It is, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, so there's a lot, there's a lot happening. <laughs> they go on that field trip, don't they? The school field trip. When the bullies so, are yeah. really, really they go- ice skating on a lake it kind of seems like um home from home because it's snowy every everywhere looks like i know every it's so beautiful looking though like every scene is just (laughs) like whiteness like just i did actually say that that's where it reminded me of midsummer because it's different that there was beautiful sunshine Mm -hmm. but it has got that gorgeous landscape and the snow is very effective the whole time it looks visually looks amazing yeah, it looks cold and, and just it, and the snow all looks like so pristine and undisturbed. Yeah, yes, clean and yeah. Yeah. Which I guess works as is quite yeah, yeah. with this as well. Ooh, yeah. Talking and- of jumpers, before I forget, talking of jumpers, the mm-hmm. dad that seems to live away that he sees now and then, he had a very nice jumper on. <laughs> Oscar's dad, yeah. It's like you see when we ooh, see him with his quite- dad. And he was, he was a good-looking fella. I was like, oh, he could make me a hot chocolate or a glue vine. <laughs> That's Germany. But he, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But, yeah, we. I guess the yeah. impression is that the parents are split and he lives out somewhere else that he goes to visit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I then it like, turns Ooh. pretty dark. The second time we see him with his dad, it takes a very dark turn. But, um. So mm-hmm. he has a conversation with Ellie because these little assholes at school are hitting him with like a like a swish, like a branch, and they hit him yeah. in the face and cut his face. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells his mom he just fell on the playground. You know, clearly he knows that if mom goes to the school, it's just gonna make it worse. Yeah, for him, so he lies. But then Ellie asks him. You know, she's like, who who did that to you? Like, who hit you? And he kind of tells her that mm. kids at school are mean to him and all that stuff. And and she tells him, she says something to him where it's like, you just have to hit back. You mm. can't let them do that. You have to hit them back. And she tells him, if you hit back, I will help you. And she holds his hand, you know, like that's a very sweet moment where she kind of tells him, if you kind of give me the indication that you are wanting to fight back well i will help you yeah 
exactly. And that's kind of what I think empowers him to fight back when they go on that. Yeah, it gives him that strength. Exactly. Good. On the, on the skiing um, mm-hmm. trip with Mr. Avila, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, okay, so they're in Sweden, but there's a, a person with a Spanish name. And then he speaks Spanish at one point when he gets mad that the shampoo oh. bottle is like, it was very weird because I'm like, you hear like them speaking Swedish the whole time. And then I'm That's hearing amazing. someone just cursing in Spanish. And I was like, yeah, but you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> where, did that, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, I love that moment. It's like, oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's you in a little. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Things my I think my the grimmest moment of the film is mm-hmm. when this guy and I can't remember his name the one who's been trying to get the blood and is getting really he's he's her sure. her her companion uh, yeah he this fail when he tries to kill one of the schoolboys and it's a oh. big fail because yeah. the the boy starts screaming and then the others try and come in and try and save him oh yeah. And then he just decides to pour, is it acid over his uh, his face? It looks acid like it's or... acid, yeah. Whatever so he grim. was using to knock them out. Yeah, he just put, he just, it's like he's going, do you know what? This is too, this is, yeah. That's really, that bit, I was like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, and then it. like, yeah, he ends up, like he clearly wanted to end it at that point because he says, yeah. you know, he says her name. And yeah. pours the, the stuff yeah, on his face. Like I've, I've had it, enough now. When you see the the mm. face and you can see the teeth through the cheek, it's pretty yes. pretty horrific. Because she goes to the hospital because he survives it. Right. And he's in the hospital and she goes in barefoot in the snow. Again, no mm. code, no shoes, nothing. No, no. And it says, I think she says it's her father. Right. Yes, and the nurse tells her well he's upstairs i can get a guard to take you and she's like no 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 that's fine and she mm-hmm. walks out of the hospital and the nurse is like poor thing mm-hmm. and she walks out to try to find her she can't find her so she walks back in and we see her climbing on the outside of the hospital all the way up to the window yeah which yeah, is pretty she's creepy gonna, she's gonna find a way in whatever yeah, and then obviously she's a vampire, so she knocks on the window and tells him, "You have to, you have to invite me in." And so he opens the window. Of course, we know the rules. We know that the rules are real clear in this film because we, we see what happens rules. when she walks in and is not invited. Yeah. Um, yes. But it, that's such a sad scene when he opens the window and he lets her bite his him because well, he's basically so he says goodbye and then goes we'll go for it because you know right yeah he's like just take what you need and then i'm done and he falls down and falls, yeah it's pretty it's pretty grim it's pretty sad good. yeah that bit's pretty unpleasant i have to say did not enjoy that at all yeah and then as the movie ends it hits you that this is going to be Oscar's end one day as well. That Oscar yeah, is going to have the same, the same life, unfortunately. Yeah, um, because what else is good? What else can happen? Right. He will continue to, to grow old. Mm. She can't. I mean, unless she turns him into a vampire. But if she does that, then then who's going to take care of them? So she yeah, probably he's gonna, won't. They've got, 
<laughs> they've got double the problems. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There's that bit when she's really needing blood. She's really hungry and wants to, and she like, tr- she's protecting him because she knows if she's not careful, she will go mm-hmm. so crazy that she's just gonna. So doesn't she like talk to him through glass or something? She's like, no, you need yeah. to, you need stay to go. away from me. This yeah. is not safe. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. When she hadn't fed, because now that he's dead, yeah. nobody's able to really help her. Yeah, and of course, there's food. that bit when he he does the whole blood brothers thing of cutting his finger so they can oh, do. And you, yeah, that's when she looks and she's like, almost as the Hannibal Lecter, like, ooh. And well, and like, then she uh, drops to the ground and starts licking the blood of the ground. Yeah. And he's and like, he, oh. <laughs> that's when he's like, are you a vampire? That's the only time mm. that the word vampire is said in this film is when he realizes yeah, that, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is oh, shit, Rose. Oh shit, Rose. And then there's like this kind of side characters who are like these older people who meet in this mm, cafe in the and they cafe, yeah, yeah. And they just are friends and one of them has like 17,000 cats. I have. Now that is a horror film in itself. I'm just going to say that right now. This is a major issue. I that apartment to quote, I know you, I don't think you've watched The Big Bang Theory. No. But one of my favorite moments ever is the Sheldon, who's like, you know, the, the main yeah. character, um, breaks up with this girl who he claims is not a girlfriend. She's just a friend who happens to be a girl. Um, mm-hmm. And he ends up adopting all these cats. And he keeps bringing cats into his apartment. And so his roommate calls Lori Metcalf, Chef's oh, Kiss, wow. who plays Sheldon's mom. And she's yes. the only one that can handle Sheldon. And she <laughs> shoots up. And she opens his bedroom door and there's like 10 cats on his bed and she goes, my! That's a powerful smell! <laughs> she turns and goes, you should have called me sooner. <laughs> So that's what I think of when you go into that oh. apartment for the first time. It's like, ooh, that's a, gotta be a powerful smell. Hell no, thank you. Because let me much. tell you, I have one cat, and yes. it is a powerful smell if you're not cleaning the box every day. <laughs> that's just one. That's just one. That's just one. So, yeah. um, yes. But the cats are relevant to our story, listener, because... Oh. At one point, Ellie is again very desperate to feed, and she ends up attacking the girlfriend of one of these guys. Right. And as she's feeding on her, the man catches her, and so mm. she has to run away. And the woman doesn't die. No. So now the woman begins to start turning. Turn, turn, turn. Turn, turn, turn. And um, at first she has a big sensitivity to the sun. Mm. And she's starting to get this hunger that she can't explain. And she walks into the friend's apartment because they're all gathered there. 
And when she walks in, the cats are not having it. They immediately start hissing at her. uh, Because, you know, historically, animals can tell when a demon is present, right? So the cats are not having it and and start attacking her and jumping on her. It's pretty That is a literal That's very scary. I like, if Murphy was here, I'd have him on my lap. I'd be cuddling him. Most cats, but there are a lot of cats that make me quite nervous. And the idea of that many cats sleeping on top of me makes me feel... I had that experience earlier in the year, as you know, when I was staying. When I was staying it somewhere, wasn't and I spent... that experience. It was just a cat that was rowdy. That cat was. I didn't sleep a wink the whole night because <laughs> every time I was just nodding off, it would suddenly attack my foot, or it would. I was. It was awful. If I think about it now, I feel quite, quite overcome. Oh, that cat had it in for me big time. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that that lady does not do well because she ends up. In the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, her boyfriend comes to get her and decides to open the the curtains that's in the sun and she bursts into flames. Yeah, she beats a sticky end again. Another sticky. Yeah, pretty, pretty gruesome. Yeah. And, um, which is interesting because you know, in most vampire films like that's more like a werewolf or zombie scenario where if you get right. bitten then you become that you become a zombie or you become a werewolf or is it with mm-hmm. vampires in most stories the vampire has to purposely turn you by making you drink their blood after they right. drain your blood not but in this case in this case the i guess it's different the rules are more like the infection mm. piece where you just got infected and now you're turning into it right yeah Oof. Gosh. um yes there's also a, a cute moment when they go um they're walking around ellie and oscar and he buys some candy mm. and he offers her candy and of course she can't eat human food because she's a vampire mm. so she tells him no and he kind of looks a little like, oh, okay. Disappointed, yeah. Disappointed. And so she decides to try it anyway, which is, a, again, heartbreaking because part of it looks like she just wants to please him. But then also yeah. there's a part that she probably just wants to remember what candy tastes like. Yeah, yeah. Kind of still a kid. Yeah. Um, And of course, then she gets violently ill. <laughs> Throws it up and then she says, I'm sorry. I like that bit when she says, "Do you want to go steady?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I know. It's, there's such a purity to their little old fashioned way, isn't it? Yeah, you want to go steady? <laughs> no, I mean, and they're so little, like you know, they're mm. twelve, but they, he looks even younger than twelve. You know? Yeah, he does. They look very young. So then, of course, there's the big swimming pool scene at the end. Yeah, so so yeah, so she leaves him a note. Mm-hmm. She shows up in the middle of the night. Um and so like now he's he's realized she's a vampire, she's a killer, and 
And so he's he kind of tells her, I don't want to be around you. Mm. And then she shows up at his door. And, mm. and she asks, can I come in? And he starts toying with her, right? And he's like, no. Mm. And then he tells her, what happens if I don't invite you in? Mm. And she's like, do you, do you want to see what happens? I'll show you what happens. And she walks mm. in to his apartment, not being invited in. And all of a sudden she starts bleeding from her head, from her eyes, from her mouth. Mm. And he freaks out. He's like, no, 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 stop. Come in, come in, come in, come in. Like, please stop. Mm. Um, You know, and that's like a sweet moment. That, and that's when she takes a shower and she's changing because he tells her you can wear one of my mom's dresses. Mm. And, uh, you know, and that's that's when that happens when, like they're kind of laying in bed and in the morning he wakes up and she has left him a note that says something like, I have to I have to leave or I will die here because right. now that man saw her, right? So he knows that she's not right. <laughs> yeah, something's um, wrong. Something's very wrong. So mm -hmm. he assumes she's gone. And so he's very sad. Yeah. And at the same time, the little assholes have gathered this plan because the kid, he hit a kid with a stick, the one who's always picking on him and yeah. messed up his ear. And so his yeah. older brother is now wanting to get involved revenge. to get revenge. Mm -hmm. So they they tell him that Mr. Avila wants to know if he's going to come. Because he's been he's been training with Mr. Avila and like weightlifting to try to get stronger, mm. and that's when they kind of ambush him in the pool. Mm. They set a distraction to get the teacher out and um, set something on fire. Yeah, and that scene is both horrific and so satisfying. Yes, because as always, they had it coming. They, they sure. had it coming. They really, really did. That's when um they make him go underwater breathe. like the, yeah, yeah like you have to so they said like you have to breathe you have to hold your breath for three minutes right you have to be underwater for three minutes and I won't kill you basically is what he says because he has a knife and he tells him but if you don't I will gouge your eyes out with the so knife it's not really it's not a great situation either way is it exactly exactly. Yeah. So he grabs him by the hair and pushes him down underwater. Mm. And it's really this, awful. The surprise when suddenly there's not that feeling of pressure anymore. And he's like, wait. <laughs> and right. Realize, and we see behind him, like we see things happening behind him. Like at one point we see going on. some shoes splashing. splashing in the water and being like dragged to the water and then pulled out of the water. Right. And, and then, then we you see. realize <laughs> the arm that the the hand the arm that was pushing him down is now independent from the rest of his body. <laughs> it's floating down the pool, yes. Yeah, because Elias has decided to take her revenge. Ellie <laughs> said, is... "No, he needs my help." Yeah, and that is a very satisfying situation in this situation. Yeah, yes. because poor Oscar. It's very then, like, sweet when he sees her. Yeah. Oh yes. A head plonks in as well. Yeah. Head is thrown in the water as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, his little face when he sees her, though, is, is so sweet. I know. It's like a, his savior. In right. In a strange like, way. Like, she didn't leave me. She came back to help me and to save me. When I needed her the most. Right. Just when I needed you the most. Oh, exactly. This movie breaks so, my heart. So many pieces. And yeah. the very end of the film, we have a snowy, another lovely snowy shot. And then off he's, he's off on a train. Mm-hmm. Travelling off. Travelling with her. She's in yes. a in a crate. Yes. And at, at the beginning, when they first start their relationship, he learns Morse code so they can talk to each other through the wall. So mm. then he's tapping on the crate and then she's tapping back at him. And it's like a very sweet moment of he's so happy that he has someone that he feels loves him and he loves her, but mm. also their children and we know his life is going to be pretty awful. Yeah. So it's also heartbreaking. Yeah, it's mixed emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite that's quite the film, I have to say. There's a lot a lot going on there. And yeah. visually beautiful and like you yeah. say complex. Complex. There's lots of layers like an onion. Yeah, it's um it's one that I would recommend to anyone. No matter mm. if you like horror or not, it's yes. Yeah. There's some violence in it, but the story is oh, so yeah. beautiful and heartbreaking. Right, exactly. So I would say scare rating, um, like a seven, six, seven, because okay. you know, I just, it's higher than I thought it would be. Maybe it's not quite as high as that. It's just I really the the siphoning of the blood. Any bits with the older man real quite rough yeah and the whole acid and all that stuff so it's more like just ooh, well and the, the vampire moments are pretty violent mm. and, and gory so i think we'll st- yeah let's say seven seven i i love like this movie the first time i saw it i i was like i li- i remember it's just sitting there like i, I had to process because yeah, it just really process. hit me in a deep deep way and I think I would name it in one of my top favorite films of all time. Yeah. Like not not just horror, like just in general. Like in general. Yeah. Nice. Well, um I would say that on the whole it was a it was a hit with me as well. Oh. So <laughs> that's good. So what we got what's coming, what's coming my way next time. Well, I hope you hold on to how beautiful this film is because the next one's gonna be awful. Oh dear! <laughs> so you know. The oh, next great. one's gonna be a real pill to get through. Oh dear! So we will be watching The Strangers, Ooh. which is not. You know, I, I I tend to watch horror for fun. This is not a fun watch for me either, but okay. it's always in all the lists. So. We had to put it in here. We have to. We have to get through it. It'll be a rough one, but you know, (sighs) it's also a good horror film, and it's a very specific genre of horror. So, okay, all right. Another challenge I will have to accept. (laughs) Another mountain to climb. Climb every mountain. Um. Yeah, I've got my gear on, and I'm up that hill. I'm trying my best. (laughs) Well. Well. On that note. 
Yes, I will say tac tac. Oh, tac tac, and and we'll just we're gonna finish with a chorus of one of us by Abba in woolly jumpers, feeling a bit blue. Sorry, sorry, singing. Staring at the ceiling, right. wishing she was somewhere. I else think we're gone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>